Welcome to Round 1 Variety Hour, where we cover anything from comics to movies in, a, in an hour or less. I'm your host, Miles, and today we're going to be talking about movies I love. Well, to preface that, there's a whole list of movies I love, and we'll just start with the top of the list. All of the MCU movies. Yes, that includes Thor, The Dark World, and Captain Marvel. Because people have constructive criticism for both movies. Let's be real here. But I've loved them all since I was a kid. I never really cared about stuff in the movies like that. Obviously, I love movies enough to want to research more. And that's what I'm going to college for. So I was like, hey, might as well get into researching movies now. That's a kid. Uh, my first ever MCU movie I watched was probably The Avengers back in 2012. And then after that, I'm like, hey, these are pretty cool movies. Why don't I watch them from the beginning? So then I started watching the Iron Man movies, Captain America, and then I started watching them, and then I obviously led up to now. That's why I love the MCU so much. Personally, it could be a lot worse <laughs> from what it is because they could just pull the DCEU and just like ruin half their movies. The only couple movies I like in those are Wonder Woman, the first one, and then Shazam. That's about it. Those are like the only really good movies that they have. Um, a lot of superhero movies are on this list. Go figure, it's me. So, the next superhero movie we'll be talking about is Sky High. Ooh, let me tell you something about Sky High. Sky High used to be the movie I used to watch all the time. Like, that was the, the superhero movies I used to grow up watching before the MCU or the DCU even started. It came out before the DCU, uh, DCEU and MCU had come out. Sky High had came out in, to come out in 2005. Well, the MCU, as you guys know, with Iron Man came out in 2008, so it came out three years before that. And I've been watching it ever since then, basically. Ever since I saw that movie, I'm like, this is amazing. Just the cast of characters, Kurt Russell, man, gosh, that movie is amazing. War and Peace, I know that's the character's name. Commander as Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell's commander. Man, dude, that movie is still, that movie still holds up. It may be a Disney movie, but still, it's pretty good in my opinion. Honestly, though, uh, out of all these movies on this list, that might be my favorite one just because it's so nostalgic for me to watch and it's just one of those where it's like oh yes I can totally get into watching that again I can watch it over and over honestly I quote the movie pretty much on the daily you can ask my parents they will tell you that honestly they're like yep he quotes it a lot <laughs> it's not really a superhero movie but it definitely has that anime-esque type feel to it it's a movie called Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And I might seem like a bandwagoner for this, but honestly, I could care less. I've been watching the movie basically since it had come out. I was around the ages of 10. Yeah, so I've been, it came out in 2012, so like around the same time I watched the Avengers movies. And let's just say I fell in love with this movie since I saw it. I basically watch it every year around. I don't, like you just pick a month and I'll watch it and it I love that movie man Michael Sarah, Scott Pilgrim basically a perfect casting choice by Edgar Wright 
because he nailed it, in my opinion. That was probably like not the best performance in the movie, but definitely one of the better ones. I want to say the best one would go to Mary Elizabeth Winstead when she played Ramona Flowers. That was perfect, in my opinion. Uh, weirdly enough, she is also in Sky High. So go figure that they're my favorite movies. <laughs> um, now let's talk about the Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter movies hold a special place in my heart because they're wizards. Who doesn't like a wizard? And I started watching those when I was in the sixth grade because I would refuse to read the books. So it's like, hey, let's, let's watch the movies. And so I did. And they were great movies, in my opinion. And so... I think, obviously, you start off with the first movie, The Philosopher's Stone. Because Sorcerer's Stone is weird to say, apparently, because I'm American. <laughs> but I think out of all those movies, my personal favorite one is Prisoner of Azkaban, just because of it deals with time travel. That's probably one of my favorite topics to deal with in movies, hands down. It's a really good topic, and... You can't really go wrong with it, like a simply fun time travel movie. And I... <laughs> out of all of them, my least favorite one is hands down Goblet of Fire. That movie was just a... like... It should have been directed and stuff by a different editor. <laughs> that movie had just would have just gone down the drain at that point. There were so many things going wrong with that movie, I was surprised it didn't go down the drain. If I were to rank these movies, it would be Prisoner of Azkaban, Deathly Hallows Part 2, Chamber of Secrets, no, I did it back. It would be Prisoner of Azkaban, Deathly Hallows Part 2, Deathly Hallows Part th uh, 1, Half-Blood Prince, Order of the Phoenix, Philosopher's Stone, Goblet of Fire and Chamber of Secrets. I don't know, like, people are like, huh, why do you, you like Chamber of Secrets all that much? I'm like, well, it just never appealed to me all that often. It's like, well, they're hiding a bath looks down in the beneath the girl's bath. I don't know, it just didn't really appeal to me. Even when I read the book, it didn't appeal to me all that much. I would definitely say, though, that the books are, some of the books are better, but there are some scenes in the movies that are better than in the books. Like at the end of Deathly Hallows Part 2 when Harry breaks the Elder One, that's basically what happens. That's, that's, I think that's better than having it be put back in his grave, uh, Dumbledore's grave. Because one of, two, one of two things could happen. One, someone can steal it and like disarm Harry. Like, hey look, I know the Master of the Elder One. I can basically do whatever the hell I want with this. But with him breaking it, he is the master forever for the most part I guess and then he cannot nobody can ever use it again because he broke it and that's what is so cool about it he's like I'd rather break this than put it back where it can be stolen and used against me or anybody else that I care about or etc it's I think that's like uh, one of the better scenes that's better than the books in my opinion and now talking about Prisoner of Azkaban as I said earlier, time travel has always been a, like a favorite topic of mine to talk about. And ever since I was a little kid, another movie dealing with time travel I used to watch was Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. 
I wasn't, I obviously wasn't born back in the 80s when it came out, so I wasn't able to watch it back then. So I had it on a DVD and watched it through my TV. <laughs> but that movie, it's just so cool. They definitely made the DeLoreans cool, even though, you know, they stopped selling them like a couple years. I think it was a couple years after they stopped making the movie. They stopped making the movies. Which is kind of weird in my opinion, because you would assume that, that they would keep them up and make them better throughout time. But no, they just stopped selling them because people did not want to pay for a crappy car. It's as simple as that, nobody wanted to pay for it. But honestly, my favorite one of Back to the Future is definitely Part 2. The one where he goes to the alternate timeline basically because of Biff. Just a solid overall ending to that movie for one of two things. One, it's an interaction between himself and, like, obviously himself. Past him and future him. And then you get to see two bits, you get to see both docs. It's really cool, because, like, when I was little, that blew my mind. I'm like, do those two people look very familiar? They look the exact same. Me being a kid, I wouldn't have known that, oh yeah, it's the same person. Same thing with a show called Liv and Maddie. I wouldn't have known that Doug Cameron was the same girl. I just assumed that she had a twin. I had no idea. I was a young kid. I know now better. Well, I can't speak today, can I? I know better now. <laughs> and then talking about 80s movies, let's be real here. Almost everybody's one of their favorite 80s movies is The Goonies. Come on. Like, The Goonies is such a good movie. And I believe the guy who helped write the movie was Chris Columbus who helped write Home Alone, and then proceed on, I think no, I think he produced Home Alone, one of the two things he did with Home Alone, and then he proceeded on to direct Harry Potter. So, connect that as you will, but Goonies is all around a good adventure story with kids and pirates. That was probably that what started my pirate craze back then, in my personal opinion. And then, I'm like, eh, well, I stopped watching movies for the longest time because I started watching YouTube videos more often. It's like, well, what else can I watch? And I watched Jacksepticeye play Uncharted 4, and I fell in love with Pirates again. It was great. Captain Avery, magnifique. I, I used to research Pirates like that all the time. But weirdly enough, I never actually got to watch Pirates of the Caribbean. It just never interested me, which is weird because I like Pirates. <laughs> Uh, if I were to rank any of these movies, I would definitely say hmm, Sky High goes up there, probably the first one up there. MCU, like the MCU movies, Scott Pilgrim, Harry Potter, Back to the Future, and then maybe the Goonies. They're all they also hold a special place in my heart, so it's not like I hate any of them. But yeah, they all have their flaws, but that's why I love them. They make them better. Except for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We are not going to talk about that. And honestly, my favorite MCU movie up to this point. Ooh, that's a good question. I, Endgame, I, I would have said that when it came out. But as time has gone on, I think Endgame was very overrated. But it's, it's still a good movie. I would definitely say, though, that... Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. One, because of both soundtracks. Both amazing. 
Also, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, basically forever. And then Guardians, dude, it's a solid cast of characters that nobody would have known about if James Gunn wouldn't have directed the movie as he did. So let's give a shout out to James Gunn for that because, honestly, he is re solely responsible for bringing the Guardians' names as a and making them a household name. So, thank you, James Gunn. But I'm really excited for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think the most anticipated one is Spider-Man 3, but like, that seems too generic. So what I'm gonna go with is definitely the Fantastic Four. I watched both movies as a kid. I didn't care that they were crappy, in my opinion. That I loved them. Same thing with Ghost Rider. They were crappy movies to adults and people who were like, oh yeah, that's not accurate to comic books. But I was a little kid. I wasn't gonna know anybody. These were cool movies to me. And that's what I loved. Because I like them. It doesn't need to be a good movie to everybody. It just needs to be a good movie to you. So therefore you can watch it over and over again and then you can share it with people who haven't seen the movie. And if you have the same opinion, that's great. If not, then who cares? Because it's just a movie but it's there for your entertainment, which is the basic form of, not communication, but a good way to start a conversation with being like, hey, blah, 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 my name is this. Do you like this? And they'll be like, sure, or whatever. And you'll start to talk about it. That's how you form friendships, communication about stuff you like. And these all have their, I like them for all these separate reasons, but, no matter what happens to these movies, they're all gonna hold a special place in my heart because I've never encountered a movie that hasn't been able to stay in my mind, mainly because some movies I've watched are pretty dang bad. Like, I don't mean just like, eh, they're average. No, I mean they're bad. Did anybody else watch Fantastic Four from like 2015? Yeah, I didn't either. Just kidding, I did. Mainly because I want to see what it was like. Yeah, I would not recommend watching that movie because, you know, it was kind of crappy. But, again, as no matter what happens to these movies, as of Wednesday the 5th of May 2021, these movies are going to hold a special place in my heart, basically for the end of time. I'm going to show my kids this when they're old enough, and when I have kids... <laughs> And I hope they're going to like it as much as I do. If not, Star Wars can be another option for them to watch. Because I love Star Wars. I bought lightsabers last year on May the 4th. And they didn't come in until almost the end of September. And then I bought an electric skateboard two, like, a month or so beforehand. And that came in before the lightsabers. And then it shipped from China. During COVID. So, yeah. As I said, Star Wars. Anything geeky... Like for movies, I'm down to watch. I saw a Star Trek movie once, and that wasn't too bad. At least in my opinion, it wasn't. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening to the Round 1 Variety Hour, and I'll see you next time.